Hey fans, welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm here with Matt Parkinson, and we are at Dragon's Breath Forge. Today was uh, like small makers or local makers Saturday, like supporting your local businesses, yeah. and you guys had an event for that, and uh, you know, we saw small you guys- Small Business Saturday. Small Business Saturday, yeah. yes. Blacksmith's Fair and Maker Market or something, I don't remember what we called it. It went so, pretty, pretty well. Yeah, that's cool. cool, and you guys are doing some forging demonstrations, and yeah, uh, had knives and, and other blades out for sale, so it looked like it was a lot of fun, yeah. and- uh, yeah, we were glad we got to come down and, and see some of that ourselves. Well, we're glad you could come too. <laughs> so we're going to hop right into it. You were on the first episode that aired of Fortune Fire, season I was. one. I was on episode the first one. episode that wasn't aired too. Oh, really? Yeah, I was on the pilot with Jason. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, see, that's secrets. cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have heard about that pilot episode from yeah, Jason. I've seen it. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not pretty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you you came on, and at the time you had twenty years experience, uh, oh, yeah. and you're going against uh, Joe Waits, Rich Greenwood, and Billy Helton, mm-hmm. and so it was a diverse crowd. Some interesting personas yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got to meet Billy recently down in Pigeon Forge, oh, actually. Yeah. Billy forever. He's so he's a good, he's a really nice guy. He's a really fun dude. I like, and we got, I like Billy a lot. Yeah, he was fun to hang with, and. Uh, he told us a little bit about this episode as well, but um, for round one, you get high carbon steel and you have to make your signature blade, basically your own style, mm-hmm. must include serrations. Yeah, which I never do. I hate serrations. <laughs> it's, like, it's like every knife maker hates serrations because it's like, you do that if your knife is crappy. Like, I don't want to put serrations <laughs> on my knife. <laughs> but Except for steak knives. I'll do them on steak knives. Okay. Makes sense. Ceramic plates are not nice to knives and it helps. It's okay. Makes I sense. That. I get that. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to hit a few little key points here. So you actually, since it was the first episode, it seems like they ask you to find what forging is, and then they had like a little definition yeah. underneath it. Yeah. And uh, oh man, I forgot about that. And you know, you you said it's using the plastic state of metal to deform it. And recently, Teresa and I and Sean had been recording an episode, and then we we're talking about well, hammering and you're deforming the metal. And Teresa's like, "Is that right? You're deforming it?" I go, "Well, yeah, you're, it's making yeah. it out of shape. <laughs> you're moving yeah, yeah, the form. You're, moving, you're changing the form. Yeah. Form. But um, and then there was also a point where you were asked about your beard at the time. Uh, you had a long beard. My wife's still pissed about that. Yeah. Beard? No, she's fine with the beard. Um, although she prefers me to be like this. But ah, I see. Um, I see. But yeah. And Esquire Magazine did say it had a, uh, a uh, what did they, they say, epic beard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was definitely epic, that's for sure. Our riches was a little better. But it was good. It was good. And the, you, no, his girth was, it was impressive. <laughs> really good beard. It's better now. I saw him last year. It's down to here. Oh, geez. Man, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know uh, you also had another guy here, uh, was it last week in Free Your Hammer in, who was another Fortune Fire champion, Spicy Mike. He's got yeah, quite the beard. He does have quite the beard. <laughs> Yeah, but you know his is his is long and very very well manicured. I will say yes. But he does not have that that girth that Rich does. Yeah, it's almost Rich like flowing like, a, like he- a shrubbery, and it's like standing in front of trees. <laughs> so um, <laughs> love Rich. <laughs> so you put four and a half inches of serrations on your blade yeah, just yeah. to make sure you met that parameter. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely worried about parameters. And uh, as it was going through, did you see? Joe break the tip of his blade off, like actually while you were actually working. I looked over when he, I heard it hit the floor, 
Okay. And I looked over and saw it, and I was like, and from where I looked, like it looked like the grain was okay because I couldn't you know, just cross the room. Sure, I was probably forty feet away, thirty feet away. And I was, you know, I was like, man, I wonder what he did. Was he trying to straighten it or something? I had, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know? I wasn't until I watched the episode that I actually found out what happened and saw the grain on camera. And I was like, oh, that's what he did. Now I understand. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, from there, you move into the judging. The judges loved your serrations. They thought uh, you did great. They were a little concerned about your tip being a little thin. Yeah, I don't really know why that was. It, they but tend to like it the, seems like they have to, to stuff pick up, things yeah. out so like when he said that to me i, I, I had a great response I, I wish they had used it i said something like um you know as knife makers you're always trying to ride the the line between thin enough to cut and thick enough to be supporting and i'm trying to make it so it can cut and you know then he couldn't even get it in the damn barrel and i understand <laughs> so that was what i was going to say next he came yeah. to testing um, get anyone's in round two <laughs> and yeah nobody was able to do that oil drum stab and we did hear that <laughs> I guess those barrels were completely full apparently and when they stabbed into it you had to wait was it like a half an hour or something for them to drain before they could set up the next shot yeah it was we were we were we were waiting around a long time <laughs> well and when they told us the test they said we're gonna stab into an oil drum barrel and you know in my head, I thought they were going to do reverse ice pick grip into the top of it. Right. And that's what I had, you know, I was like, that would work totally awesome. Oh, know? yeah. But stepping into the side of a bin is like, that's not easy. You know, yeah. deflects and, yeah. I, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently they did it with Jay's knife, but who knows. But either way, even though the tip didn't seem to go very far in, you did very well on the rope cut mm -hmm. aspect and from there you got to move into round three where you had to make the japanese katana yeah so had you made anything like that before yeah i had made i've i did rent fairs for years and years and years and i've made just about everything okay like the, they called me up when i was doing that episode you know like a week or so before and they're like okay so this is when you're going to come down we're just going to throw a bunch of things at you and you know Tell us what you think, you know, what, you know, first reactions. All right, all right. So, all right, so, long sword. Yeah, I've made that. Viking sword. Yeah, I love making those. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, Viking axe. Yeah, I've done those. Okay. Chakram. Is that that stupid circle thing? Yeah, I've made those. I hate those. Uh, Katana. I hate those fucking things. Oh, they're going to make me make a ton. <laughs> but I, I actually really don't like Japanese aesthetic. Okay. So it's not, it's not like I have anything against Japanese work. Sure. But that whole none of it appeals to me okay. as a as a maker. So like when when they only called it out, I swore so much. <laughs> I had to reshoot the uh, that scene three times. <laughs> yeah, I like I shouted out, you know, fuck, and then they reset up, and and Rich goes, fuck yeah, <laughs> reset up again. And I'm like, God, and then finally the director Corey was like. Can I get one fucking take where I don't have to bleep you fucking assholes? <laughs> and now you're going to have to bleep me again, and I'm going to sound like a horrible person. Uh, don't worry about it. We don't bleep on this show. Oh. Unless you want us to. <laughs> yeah. I've done one episode in the past. Again, Ray Kirk was involved, and yeah. Ray Kirk is very much against swearing. Yeah, no, he does not like swearing. And he didn't swear, but Josh Weston ran in there and yeah, dropped a couple yeah. F-bombs. So <laughs> we, uh, we bleeped yeah. those out so that Ray would like the video. Well, I, was, I remember Billy was super mad about that. Really? Yeah, they, they bleeped him to make him sound like he was swearing. And 
Billy don't swear. Yeah. He's really conservative and Christian and does not swear. Oh, yeah. I think he says, oh, gold, dang. You know, <laughs> like, dang is about the strongest language I've ever heard Billy use. Oh, yeah. And they bleeped him, like, to make him sound like he was swearing. <laughs> it, the, the wonders, I guess you could call it, of editing. Yeah, right. So... Basically, you you didn't seem to have any issues during your build for the no, katana. No, it's the easiest sword I've ever built. Like every sword has problems. Yeah, like, there's always something that goes wrong. Nothing went wrong. <laughs> it was freaky. I built like an extra like you know half a day into my times. Like I, I wrote everything out and had a schedule. You know, sure. And I kept gaining on my schedule. And, like, something's wrong. Something's gonna <laughs> something's gonna break. Something's gonna go wrong. And then I finished. It was like a full day early. Oh wow! I finished the sword on. Um, uh, like one thirty on day four. Oh, holy cow! Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and it turns out I finished it three hours after uh, Rich broke his in half. Oh, <laughs> so, oh man! Yeah, and then I had to drive up to Maine and teach a class. So, oh no, kid! Yeah, so I, I was like deathly ill, and I like what I like the next morning. I went out to breakfast with my family, and then I drove to Maine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy! Yeah. So you go back into the forge. You have your cut test, mm-hmm. you uh, chop through three fish, mm-hmm. and you cut easily through the first two, and doesn't quite make it through the third with one swing, but it was still so really that was sharp. actually, and it was, uh, when they did it, when I was there, yeah. Doug turned to me and was like, that was me, I tip cut it. Oh, Because okay. if you look, the tip passes through, and he just, he, yeah. he, the sword was light enough that he wasn't expecting it to move that fast, oh. so he hadn't moved forward enough. Oh, and he's okay. like, this thing's awesome, and I'm like, okay. Well, they didn't really make a point to say that it was an issue either. So they, like, they did make a point of the the armor, which in person they didn't say that. But um, I like they must have recorded some of the judges' comments. I don't remember Jay saying anything about the blade not being sharp. Right. But the um, when I looked at the film, it looks like he might have caught the metal part of the armor. Yeah. Which, you're not cutting metal armor. It's not how that works. Yeah, it's just not going to work or that even way. Even the bamboo sections, if you catch, you know, if you catch between them, they'll cut, but they're not sure. going to cut the bamboo. Oh yeah, but even then, you disemboweled that dummy. Oh my god! And <laughs> they, they they only showed part of that. There was like two cuts they didn't show for either sword. There was one that went like into the shoulder. Oh yeah, like the kendo cut. Right. It was like buried almost to the heart. Oh, so disgusting! I was like, I was disturbed watching. Oh my gosh! Awful. <laughs> and then they pull out the strength test. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. leave the forge and we're gonna mm-hmm. shoot. Your yeah, sword. Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> I was super pissed. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't. You you weren't happy that they're going to shoot. Were you? They don't freaking shoot swords. That's not okay. <laughs> like you don't bring a sword to a gunfight. Like that's not okay. That's true. You don't. That's that's okay. I, I was not happy. But either way, you split the bullet into three pieces, yeah. and it was still sharp where yeah, they yeah. shot it. So yeah. it was not really an issue for it. But so the they actually sh- they they kind of edited it a little bit so they bring us out to the gun range and say we're gonna shoot your sword twice yeah if the first one splits a bullet then you're done you know but you have two chances so there's I, I lost the coin toss so i went first and the sharpshooter uh the way he had it set up the gun was jerking a little bit okay so he hit the side of the sword the first time oh now hitting the edge of a sword is really not that big a deal sure because all that energy gets split right you hit the side of a sword blade with a 45 caliber bullet that's that's a big deal. Yeah. The tip of my sword moved about two and a half, three feet in each direction. Oh, my gosh. Like, Whoop. After that, I was like, okay, we're good. If it didn't break, then it's not breaking. <laughs> so then they reset, and then the sharpshooter fixed it, and he split it. 
Um, and then he reset again when he did Riches, and it split like dead even. Oh, okay. And then after that, the producers came up to me, and they were like, so it won't count against testing or anything, but we want to shoot your sword again to see if we can get it to split better for camera. Oh. I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> do yeah. it, do it. So my sword actually got shot three times. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and it still held up. And yeah, it's fine. And uh, so, <laughs> in the end, the lead stuck to the side of the sword. <laughs> <laughs> in the end, Jay Nielsen was very impressed by your work, the the blade and the handle, and you took home the win. I did. So. That I couldn't tell anybody for six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I hear is one of the yeah, worst things about it yeah. is if you're on the episode and you win, you have to wait for so long. And yeah, there's yeah. there were some guys in like the, the past season that were waiting over a year yeah, before they could yeah. say anything. It was like three months because we filmed in uh, May and uh, it it was in August, I believe, was the first episode. Yeah, yeah okay. It was, like August, it was like August 15th or something. It right. aired. So it was like two months, two, three months. It wasn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I, I finished filming and we, we, you know, the finals, we went really late and we actually filmed the final with Dave and Peter because they were on, they were supposed to be the first episode aired. Right. And it got shifted. So we all did our finals the same weekend and we're all in Manhattan at the same time. And yeah. Like we were trading off and they finished filming and it's like two, three in the morning. And I have a knife show to go to the next day. <laughs> so I have all my shit in the back of the car. <laughs> and I'm like going back to the hotel. I laid down for like an hour. I walked, you know, I went, checked out of the hotel, got in my car. I'm like, ah! you know, brain exploding, <laughs> drove to the show and like did this knife show. <laughs> like on like zero sleep in massive amounts of adrenaline. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I must have been such an idiot that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Your win on this episode allowed you to get invited back for a Champions Edition episode yep. on Season 3, Episode 1, versus Burt Foster, Ben Abbott, and Salem Straub. Yep. And you were starting off, you were given a thin bar of high-carbon steel and round stock of a low-carbon steel, mm -hmm. and you had to create a signature blade using the inlay technique. Mm -hmm. Um was that they called it inserted edge or something? Inserted yeah, edge. Yeah, was that had you done that technique before? I have done that before, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've done that that particular technique. So you made a competition style chopper and uh you, you went out of your way to say, I think I stand a chance against most of the guys here, although I don't know Except about Bert. Bert. <laughs> we all said that. We all were like, It's Bert. It's Bert Foster. Yeah. Like, Bert Foster is like the him and Jason Knight are the guys who like invented the Battle of the Blazemist. Right. And he's the only one I know who's like consistently beaten jason <laughs> consistently like just no no i, I beat you again <laughs> so uh during round one the heat got to you a little bit and you started Actually, to overheat uh i i think i had uh hypocopsia i, I have asthma oh and, okay uh, i couldn't breathe yeah and when i walked outside i actually had an asthma attack one of the worst attacks i've had in 15 years oof Holy yeah. cow. No, I, they, they was serious. When yeah. I said I like almost died, I literally almost died. Oof, because I had forgotten my inhaler in Connecticut. Oh, no. <laughs> so they're trying to, and their, their EMT couldn't help me. and didn't have anything to help me. didn't even oxygen, which I was a little bit stressed out to find out. Luckily, I, um, I've had asthma my whole life, so I was able to like calm myself down enough to not have an attack anymore yeah. and breathe. Um, and then I was able to go back. But I was out for... 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, which, that's tough. But. I thought I was going home. I was like, hey, whatever, you know, going home, no problem. Yeah, but, but you went back in, and, you know. 
I actually did. swore at the uh, judges when they came in after they they sent Bird home. They were in the we were in the green room, and I turned the judges. I was like, "You fuckers were sending me through, and now I gotta go try to win this shit." <laughs> Fuck you assholes! Could <laughs> have sent me home. I almost died. <laughs> I had a good excuse. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, it, it was really it was it was really crazy to see. It was that, a, that was a crazy stressful time because I'd um they they they'd call me up saying we want you to come back on the show, and I said, "Well, you know, I'm doing my journeyman Smith test right now." Right. So I'm building my five knives, and I'm supposed to submit in atlanta and they're like well we really want you and went back and forth back and forth and i said look i can if i finish my knives i can do it i finished my knives i had three days to make stock for blade then i drove to brooklyn oh so gosh. like and then i finished the first two rounds finished this the build yeah and then flew to atlanta for blade show so oh, i didn't win God. or lose but i knew i was going to like so i had my js when i filmed the final but I didn't have my JS when I did the rest of that show. Oh, no so, like, kidding. happened in between. Yeah. That's hilarious. And uh, one really cool thing was so Jay Nielsen, I uh, found out I was doing my journeyman Smith. He was going to be at Blade that year. Yeah. And he, he said, hey, I'm going to buy you coffee. It's like super stressful thing. This, you know, we make too much of it. But, you know, you're like crazy stressed out. Sure. You're in this room. You can't look at them, you know, and you're waiting to hear this decision from these seven, eight-year-old men, you know. And uh, so he like, Bought me and the other guy, Jim Coffee. Coffee was like talking to us. And oh, that's us pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really cool thing to do. Yeah. So awesome. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going master this year, just so you know. <laughs> oh, I, I was here last week when you were doing uh, one of your master tests. So yeah, that was a performance test. That was really cool. Yeah. That's um, good. Do the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> so for round two, you had to attach a handle to the blade mm -hmm. and uh, use two separate materials. And you had to do an acid I edge. I cheated the hell out of that. <laughs> really? <laughs> totally. They said you had to it. I was the only one who did a full tang. Oh, yeah. So I just did one on each side. That was such a cheat. <laughs> it was like easy. <laughs> well, they couldn't say you were, you know, not yeah, meeting well, them. They were like, I was afraid they were going to like throw me out for that. So I like did a third material, did the cord wrap on it. Just oh, to yeah. Be, like, you know, we'll get a little more girth in case <laughs> hand was bothering them, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for the. <laughs> I finished so early, though. On that, like, really? The yeah, the second round, it was like everything was wrong with that knife. I had to fix yesterday. Like I couldn't do anything to fix it. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I got it all lightened up and sharp and handled and everything. I had like forty five minutes left. So I was like ordering <laughs> coffee, cleaning the shop. I, was, like, <laughs> I racked all my tools. I like fixed their baiters, <laughs> like, <laughs> sharpened all the drill bits. You know? Oh wow, that's good. I wish they had showed that. It would have been funny as so, hell. Oh yeah. I asked for coffee. They said they wouldn't give it to me. I said you gave Ray Kirk coffee. <laughs> and I hear Jay go, "What does he think he's Ray Kirk? He was sitting down all yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> for you your... should have showed that. It would have been funny. That would have been good. That yeah. would have been good. So for the testing. Mm. You had the nail cut where they did hammer on the nail. That was vicious. In three different positions. <laughs> and they go, You you ready, Chuckles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well he was so he was he was mad at me. Uh Jay was pissed off with me because I because I wrote homeward bound on my blade. Right. You, what do you think? You're 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 a judge now? You know? <laughs> uh, but he didn't I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like either I'm going home to make a sword or I'm going home to see my kid. Yeah. So it was cool. You know, like it wasn't it wasn't like a bad thing or anything. Oh yeah. But he he called me Chuckles. <laughs> he called me Chuckles. He, he called me worse things, which is not okay. <laughs> so your edge held up for the most part. There was a little bit of damage. Yeah, wherever it hit the nail, it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then for the rope cut, they took three swings at a, at a rope in an attempt to cut through. I think they only did two, didn't they? Oh, was it? Yeah, I was super mad that yeah, they maybe... threw in one. Because that rope, that rope the last time mocked me so bad. Like, yeah. I had, like that much. Right. And three, I was like, oh. And then they got two, and I was so excited. <laughs> but yeah, and you made it through, yeah. and you had two strikes. And then you got sent home to make the Scottish Claymore. Yeah. If Salem had his knife sharpened and the handle hadn't broke, I think he would have went through. Yeah. But, you know. Because he didn't, other than the handle breaking, he didn't have damage. Right. But, I mean, well, I guess I went through on my own rights then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've made the Claymores before. Mm-hmm. So you start off by making Damascus billet, and the asthma hit you again on that first day, it seemed. Yeah, I was, pretty, I was pretty worn out. I mean, it was 90 degrees in the shop, humid. And once when I have an attack like that, it takes my body, like, couple weeks to recover because it's like you know you're not you get back you know because you're you're when you have an asthma like a full-on asthma attack yeah your lungs close up and then you get all this like irritation and scar tissue that builds up and then it takes a little while for that to go away all the way right so you know a week or two in i was still kind (laughs) of oh yeah so well but by the end of the second day i was i was all right yeah I mean, I, I busted ass on the first day, and I, in five hours got the billet done, the sword blade forged, and into the kiln for annealing. Oh, so yeah. Like, I, it was... By the second day, you were on to profiling and grinding your blade, mm-hmm. so you were going smooth. You made one spot a little too thin, and there's nothing you could really do about so it. So they actually made a bigger deal of that than it was. Like, okay. I didn't actually make the sword too thin. I wiped the spine out. Oh, So All right. I was trying to leave a transition like this. Right. And I rolled it up, and I just wiped the transition out. It wasn't that the sword was too thin. Oh, so okay. I, when I started that, they made it bigger to make their storyline. Of course. Um, when I started the sword, I looked up historical swords, and I knew that claymores run between three and a half and six and a half pounds. That's average. Mm-hmm. Three and a half are very light. Oh yeah. I was shooting for five, which is historically mean. I hit four pounds, twelve ounces. Okay. So I was within four ounces on a 56 inch sword yeah i was pretty psyched with that (laughs) um you know it was a little it was in hindsight it was probably narrower than i should have made i probably should have gone for a five and a half pound sword okay not thinking about how they make things but you know they said make a sword and so i made a sword you know that's that's how claymores are they're not they're not heavy swords right the way that people think yeah this one was a particular interesting sword for these forge and fire because the prior time they had made it both yeah, of the both of them failed pretty yeah. bad yeah so you went in for testing on that it was it the bullet splitting again yeah, yeah it was the bullet yeah. splitting again they and just did that to fuck with me <laughs> <laughs> like, they, so the producer like they you know they said we're gonna go off site to film so yeah whatever it picked up you know and they're driving me out to long island and uh, we get it like we're out in a long island. We turn this corner, and there's this uh, junkyard across the street from the fire range. They, I saw the junkyard. And I was like, "Oh, you fuckers are going to shoot my sword again!" <laughs> I was like so pissed and so bad. And I get out of the car, and the producer's like, "What was your reaction?" And I was like, "I told you guys were fuckers are going to shoot my sword again." And he's like, "I knew I should have put Carmen in the car." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tip you off, <laughs> but you still you passed the test, yeah, yeah. no problem. Uh, the sharpness test was the. Uh, legs the legs of the horse and you cut through in one swipe um and then the kill test was the pig carcass fucking pig (laughs) (laughs) it was it lacerated 
but because it was a little lighter, it wasn't quite heavy enough per what they said to so, get through the spine. Yeah, it, it isn't. It isn't like the when the I, I actually questioned Doug in person, and I shouldn't have, and I was apologize to Doug for that. But the, they looked at the video and the whatever. Um, my argument was that swords of that size you never cut with the forte of the sword and they contact and watching doug line up for the cut and i'm like doug you have to take a step back that's not going to work that's not how that sword works you cannot do that right and they contacted six inches in front of the ricasso which is the forte of the sword and there's it's just like a baseball bat if you have uh if you hit a uh, line drive on the outside it goes way way far if you hit it toward the handle the handle the blad explodes right you have mass that can't stop moving mm-hmm. and that's what happened with the sword yeah unless his end was perfect it was never going through that pig didn't matter and you know ben's sword was a lot stiffer and he does a slightly different cut and yep. effectively because i had the ricasso which dave asked me for <laughs> and i quote they're not really usable if you don't have the ricasso <laughs> dave <laughs> um because I had the Ricasso, my my blade was effectively shorter. Okay. So I had like a 30, I think it was 32 inches or something. Yeah. Um, ben did a Lowland style. They don't have Ricasso, so he had a much longer blade. Uh, so where they shot the sword and where they did it was effectively higher out. It was actually in what's called the uh, the Stanzi. The, okay. The, the middle of the sword, the grip. Right. Um, traditionally, you want to cut with the the foible or the Stanzi. Okay. The Forte. Yeah. So they actually use a different portion of the sword which is part of the reason it cut better. Gotcha. Yeah. And and I argued that in person and they I was told that that's not how things work. <laughs> okay. So in the end, uh Ben ended up winning yeah, because yeah. of the kill test. Um and incidentally, even if I had, had cut the sword or the sword had cut, I still don't know if I would have won because Ben's sword was pretty darn cool. Yeah. Like his his guard was all forged out of one piece and like that was one of the coolest forgings I've seen. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Like it was all one piece of steel or iron, yeah. actually, and you could see the grain running right. around it, and like it came up, and there was like these thistles on the end. It was it was pretty freaking hard, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it felt good. It was a nice sword. So I have one question for you, and it is in regards to your master certification. Mm-hmm. So I was here for some of the testing yeah. on one particular blade. So that's that's all that knife gets. That's the performance test. Right. That's the first step. So, how many have you tested other ones so far? Like, how many do you have to make for the the master? So the, the so for the the master smith test, you have to already be a journeyman smith. Sure. So, and basically, the journeyman smith is the same as the master smith test, except not Damascus. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, the first part of the test is a performance test. So that's you have to build a knife uh, no more than two inches wide, ten inches long, blade uh, fifteen overall. Yep. With a hidden tang. And 300 plus layers of Damascus. Okay. You have to go through a free hanging rope, twice through a two by four, after which it has to still shave hair. At that point, you take the knife and you bend it 90 degrees. It can crack one third, but it cannot break. Gotcha. My knife did not even crack. Right. And it came back 75% to true. Yeah, I saw it afterwards. Yeah. It was um, pretty not awesome. straight, but it's straightish. Um, after that, so now I've passed that portion of the test. That's the performance test. Now okay. I have to submit five knives to a jury of my peers mm-hmm. in Atlanta or Kansas City at the wow. ICC show. And they will judge me on fit, finish, uh, form, um, 
if they like me or not. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a little ethereal, uh, but essentially it's they're judging the quality of my knives. So appropriate of edge angles, things like that. Some of it's a little subjective. So they, they do judge on design, sure, which is a little subjective, but um, most of it is is quantifiable. You know, fit good, no gaps, right? You can't see a, see a line. Finish, no, you know, streaks through the through the, the Damascus or weird like holographic, you know, sanding mistakes, or right? Whatever. Chips in the handle, things like that. Um, if I pass that, then I will be awarded my master stamp. Awesome. Will, at that point, I can test for journeyman smith or master smith candidates for the performance test, um, and they'll probably beg me to make a master smith knife of the year. Ah, that'd be cool. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> they might. I don't know. I did the journeyman smith knife two years ago, and it was like it sold for like four thousand dollars or something. Oh so wow! I was I was in the room, and I was like. Oh my God, I've never had a dagger go that much. That's crazy. More than I get for a sword. What's going on? I'm so confused. I've since raised my prices on swords. <laughs> well, that's cool. And uh, can't wait to see some pictures of the stuff that you put together yeah, for that test. Yeah. And, and uh, I can't wait to see it either. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you for sitting down with me and oh, going through this interview. And uh having this event here today so that people can come down and check it out. It was really cool. And, um, yeah, make sure you follow Sword Matt on Instagram. That's me. And uh, check out Dragon's Breath Forge. And they also have a Patreon. Where yes, we have a Patreon, uh, Dragon's Breath Forge Patreon. Yep. And uh, our Etsy is DB Forge. DB Forge. Got it. So thank you for watching, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one.